0: everyone this is Kimberly
1: and this is Katie and you're listening to a
0: double date with Dateline
1: double mint fresh and double mint spearmint double mint for double mint friends double mint double friends (laughs) double date with Dateline (laughs) okay everything's better if it's whispered it's true today we are venturing into another new series in the ID network well it's new to me Probably not new to Kimberly. Was it new Nothing's to you? new to me
0: anymore. No, actually, it was totally new. I'm not sure if the show was new to me, but this episode was definitely new to me. I thought it was another episode. There's another episode on ID Network that is from the first person of the murder victim. Mm-hmm. And she's like counting down until the murder. And it was another church-related one. Another girl who was murdered by someone in her church. And it's always like, and tomorrow will be the day that I will die. And then it like shows people. It's like one of these people is going to kill me. It's very effective narration tool. And I'm here for it. But this was not that episode. Totally different.
1: Was it from the Betrayed series? Not sure. I
0: I don't think so. I think it's like I Know Who Killed Me or something. I know that's the name of a Lindsay Lohan movie. But it's also, I think... I could be wrong. I'm going to go through. There's so many shows on ID Network. There's so
1: many. It's rough. Um,
0: I got to Google first person narration from point of view of murder victim. ID yeah. Network. See what I
1: get. So it's first person. That's What, what if it's... I... No, is it first person? Because I get confused on the person. So I already wrote third person. It's That's not right. It's first no, person. No, it's first
0: person. Yeah. Who's
1: the third person?
0: Um, that's like a generic... Um, a overseer, like a god type figure.
1: So if I was all. talking about myself and saying, so then Katie goes into the bathroom and fixes her yeah, hair. Yeah, that's
0: talking about yourself like in the third person. Third person. Uh huh. Got it. Okay. The same way an uh, omnipotent figure would be able to talk about you.
1: Like what's his name from True Nightmares? Tom Robbins. He's like an omnipotent figure that comes. Oh well, in.
0: yeah, he is. He's definitely. Yeah, he walks into scenes. Yeah, he, he just does. like will lay down on the bed. He'll start picking someone's nose, and they don't even know something.
1: It's like a ghost. He walks through walls. He's yeah, he's shocking and magical. Um, but this has does not have Tom Robbins. This is betrayed prescription for murder. Mm. Weak. Sorry, week I don't. Sauce. I don't. got to
0: bring in the church somehow.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that title exactly fits this because I immediately thought someone was going to be given an overdose, and I was very wrong. Um, so. It, it's misleading a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, but season- it's
0: also too leading in another sense.
1: True. Oh, good point. Okay. Very good point. Uh, season three, episode nine. And I think I told you that this series was called Betrayal. Apologies for that. It's just...
0: Betray- it doesn't matter. I just search B-E-T.
1: Oh, and that... And, and that then you up. you got music videos. Baby Got Back. Uh- <laughs> that's what I you I
0: don't get. think they play Baby Got Back on B-E-T.
1: They used to. Maybe
0: they have a... They did. Nineties hour.
1: That's where I saw it before when I was a youngster. Okay. Yeah, that was
0: back. Okay.
1: That was back in the day. Baby got back in the day. (laughs) You're welcome. So we are back in Long Island, New York. We've been there a few times lately. Um, I
0: know. We're back in on Long Island.
1: We are, and it's a. I'm an. We're not going to have a lot of accents in this episode.
0: No, only the neighbors.
1: Yeah, our reenactment actors did not Mm -mm. have. Accents only except the neighbor. Well, the real. So the real interviews, right. Real interviews had accents because they actually mm-hmm. lived it. Mm-hmm. Actors, they all went for no accent.
0: Which, except for the neighbor. Sorry. Who Drops off the vase at the beginning. In
1: two words. I'm your barely, girls are
0: getting so big,
1: but it's so slight compared to the growing actual, into young women. It's not that thick. No, it's, it's so slight that you if you didn't weren't listening for it, you may miss it. So in real life,
0: she sounds like Penny Marshall. Yeah,
1: in real life, it's full on. So we are in the spring of 1990 in the opening of our episode, and we get the first person narration that says, I'm proud to be a kind, upstanding Christian woman. And immediately I wrote this on my list because I was like, this is going to be great. I just Mm -hmm. wrote it down. Mm -hmm. Um, I've devoted my life to God, family and community. And in return, I've been blessed with a perfect life. And I'm about to be murdered. But as the gospel of Luke warns us, nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Is that a a Bible verse? Does that sound like a Bible verse? Or does that sound like something in like a novel? Luke.
0: Luke said it. Did
1: he? It was in Luke. Okay. Luke. So I wrote out, (laughs) I am Jack's worn out Bible because the whole beginning of this made me think of Fight Club when he keeps doing that narration. Oh, throughout Fight Club, I haven't says, seen
0: that in a long time.
1: I am Jack's angry bowel syndrome. Oh, it's really funny. Oh, and so we. I bet it was. It was. During. I'm sorry, the, I
0: didn't get the reference. I'm embarrassed.
1: What I? It's a really obscure reference, and unless okay. you really know Fight Club, you might not know it. Um, the only
0: thing I really know about Fight Club is Brad Pitt's washboard apps. Those have been memorized.
1: That's a really weird thing for you to say. Is that's it? Like, that's not something I would imagine you'd be focused on in Fight Club.
0: I thought that's what everyone was focused on. When he stands up in that one scene.
1: I don't remember. I liked what's her name. And he has name? those like hip muscle thingies. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Sideboards. No, that's not right. I like what's her name? I like Marla Sanger. I like the girl. She's all wild and she goes into the laundry and steals stuff out of the dryer. That's what I remember. And I was like, you can do that? You can. I don't remember anything. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Any female in that movie? Don't remember.
1: Oh, it's Helena Helen, Bonham Carter. It's Helena Bonham Carter. And I tried to get my hair to look like her for quite a many years. I copied her hair from Fight Club. It did not look like that because my face doesn't look like that. We got to get going. You have to go to the post office. Sure do. So we are, we're getting a reenactment enactment in church. There are dark secrets among us and one is about to turn deadly. My name is Marilyn Raza. And for six and six months from now, many of these people will once again gather for my funeral. There we go, and during this whole time, we actually have Marilyn sort of conversing with uh the congregation, her and her husband in the reenactment enactment are talking to people, and they turn out to be the important people, but we don't know that at the time
0: so I knew it, didn't you know it because they were all acting so shady, yeah, there no one acts like that at church. It was amazing.
1: everyone's it was giving a each full other on a look. soap yeah.
0: opera so good it is I was like I'm in. That girl is sleeping with somebody. That girl sleep with somebody. That guy wants to be sleeping with somebody. Yep, there we go. She is dressed like working girl, let the river run. Yep. And I didn't know that that's what you wore to church, but I guess it makes sense. And so there's several like hoochie mama girls who are dressed up for church, but they're given side eye. There's a guy who wants to get with her. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. The only one who's not important is the actual priest, pastor. Yeah, we don't care about that guy.
1: There's a lot of, uh, yeah, so we can tell there's going to be a lot of drama going down in in the church congregation, um, of which I never caught the name of the church. Oh, well, sorry, guys. Not it that wasn't I...
0: a cowboy church.
1: It wasn't. And that...
0: it wasn't a strip mall church.
1: We just know we're in Long Island, and it's sort of a nicer upscale church because their house, as we see later, is gorgeous. So they're in a well-to-do community. Okay, but we're going to start five years before the church congregation scene. We're starting in 1985, which is five years before the actual murder. We find out a little bit of backstory about Marilyn. She went to m- nursing school at Columbia, which is where she met Dr. Bob. Is it Reza or Reza? Ra- Reza? I'm just going to say it like that. So you yeah. can't hear if it's Reza or Reza. huh.
0: Um,
1: and Dr. Bob would later become a very well-respected pulmonologist. I don't know what that is. He helps her put on pearls, does like Something the... Something with the... Heart? I'm not going to
0: heart or lungs. What's a pulmonary embolism is when the blood clot goes to your bubble in
1: the lung. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good for you. So he helps her put on pearls. It's like this very sweet family, like, you know, background scene and Linda neighbor, knock, knock, knocks on the door to bring over some fresh picked flowers.
0: No, but they're in a vase and then, and the vase has water in it. Mm. And then she proceeds to thank her for them. And then she gets in the car on the way to church Mm-hmm. and takes the vase with her but like, they... is she gonna regift them to the church or is she just forgets to put this on the kitchen counter
1: and what linda's not going to church on sundays
0: yeah it was weird because she was like on your way to church and you're like marilyn's like yeah we're good people
1: i think they could have just had her bring over food i don't know if flowers were the smartest choice for the neighbor to bring over but that's that's fine
0: I just don't know how she's driving across town with those in her lap. I think they were a working girl outfit.
1: They were combining scenes together. And so yeah. we just didn't. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and we do get an interview with the real Linda, who has a thick Long Island accent mm-hmm. and is great. I thoroughly. Oh, yeah. She's the best kind of Linda. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Bob is an elder in the church and church seems to be like the biggest part of their social life, their life period. Mm-hmm. The, they are described as a loving, devoted family. We do see they have two daughters who seem very old, very, yeah, very old, like in their thirties. but I don't think that's correct.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that's right, but they're they're supposed to be in high school, I believe, or maybe yeah, cause she, I think she says my daughters are in high school now. She looks
1: great. The mom is beautiful, Marilyn. Beautiful. Yeah, but the daughters look as old as Marilyn. You look much younger than the daughters. I was like, Kimberly should have been cast in this. <laughs> Put a brown wig on you. Get out mm-hmm. there. That mm-mm. those girls were too old. He looks not like the real person at all.
0: Thank God, because I did not want to see all this love making with that real guy.
1: Yeah, I didn't and get that I either. When I saw
0: the picture of the real guy, I was like, that's the guy.
1: You just gave away that there's that there's lovers. It's all right. Yeah, I, I
0: pretty much already gave it away. I said there's hoochie mamas. But you didn't say who,
1: what was happening? Who was doing the hooching. Maybe we well, were in for
0: that one working girl, knockoff girl with the teeth. And the pastor's like, are you new to our church? And she's like, yes. And he's like, let me get you a better seat. And she's like, I'm fine. Thank you.
1: You know who that was, right? Yeah. Oh, OK. It took me a minute to figure out who that was. That's why I'm asking. What do you mean? Who it was
0: in the story? Well,
1: the first time I watched it- Or is she like a famous
0: actress that I don't
1: know? No, the first time I watched it, it didn't click who that was. And then now, because I didn't see the the scene that she's in and be like, oh, that's a girl from the church who was grumpy about finding a seat. Yeah, no.
0: No, she just did. She's trying to stay inconspicuous. Yeah. Or she's trying to spy on somebody. I'm going to wear
1: my brightest red lipstick because I'm incognito. And a
0: bright red blazer. Uh,
1: She's incognito, Kimberly. She's hiding in plain sight. Yeah, um, I think that's a verse in the Bible, too. So uh, the next scene we have is a dinner party. And Dr. Bob is making some sort of a sexy comment about the flesh being weak. And we're getting eyeballs between him and another woman sitting at the dinner party, who is Kathy Sinise and her husband, Sal Sinise, sitting right next to her. They're big players. And then across the table, we have Gary Byrne, who's just a dude from the church, Um Who's we'll, obsessed
0: with ambrosia salad.
1: Really likes ambrosia salad. That's the one with the marshmallows, right?
0: I mean, it looks like, uh, I don't know, but what's funny is she body shames him immediately. So for Marilyn being that great of a person, she goes, she goes, ah, it's your third helping. And then
1: you are so funny. It's
0: the best that I've ever had. And he scoops out a huge thing, but it looks like it's fully formed ambrosia salad. It doesn't look like there's already been any scoops taken out, but it's his third serving. And he takes the serving, and she's like, I'll give you the recipe. And he goes, oh, I'm helpless when it comes to food. Who says I'm helpless when it comes to, you say, cooking. And then she says, I don't think so. You are the best, um, give the best rec- restaurant recommendations in town. And he goes, that's true. If eating out was a medal, I'd take the gold.
1: Or I'd be the master, yeah. <laughs> how, I'm sorry, how is any of that body shaming him? Which part is the body shame? This is already your third serving. I would not think that was bad. If someone... I wouldn't be embarrassed. If some, I think that's a compliment I'm to I'm going to take
0: this giant thing of ambrosia salad and eat the rest of it in my car crying.
1: Okay, so different strokes. Because I would not... I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I like your cooking a lot. He's trying to compliment her by eating so much. He's trying to like schmooze her by being... By overeating ambrosia salad, which is later gonna give him the runs. I'm worried about him. I don't think you can eat that much marshmallows and fruit cocktail.
0: I don't know. And then he proceeds, but he proceeds to ask her out in front of the husband, basically, right? The next
1: moment is him trying to subtly suggest, because he's the master of dining out, that he would also like to be the master of taking her out to dinner. He, it's really a weird thing, because he honestly asks her on a date. At a dinner party, sitting around a table with her husband about three feet away.
0: Granted, her husband is talking to Kathy and totally flirting with Kathy over Kathy's father dying and Bob being the doctor. And it's so romantic that she's treating her dying father. But they're not even whispering. He's like, let's go to this restaurant. She's like, oh, I can't. Bob is so busy. And he's like, well, just you and me then. Right. (gasps) Scandalous.
1: But he's also not K-scandal. very. How do you say that?
0: A scandalo. K- no, I was trying to do like a more French one.
1: Que scandale. Okay, sure. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that's not right yeah. at all. Um, So I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like he's not very imposing. And so maybe he can kind of get away with it because he's a little sheepish and dorky. So he's like, maybe I could take you to dinner. That's kinda of, you know, that's kinda of how he's coming off. He's I called him Mr. Sweater Vest because in every scene he's wearing a sweater vest. Right. Yeah. He's and he's confident salad. in
0: himself.
1: Also Ambrosia salad. He's like
0: Doug from Doug the Cartoon. He's yeah. He also I bet wore a Doug, sweater vest.
1: I bet Doug would like ambrosia salad. It's kind of a nasty. You know why though. he
0: wants ambrosia salad? patty, patty mayonnaise. Is there mayonnaise in ambrosia salad? Probably not. I feel like it's it. whipped
1: cream and I feel like it's sugar. I feel like ambrosia sh- salad. You're definitely
0: right. I don't know. It just reminds me of that sort of fruit salad, but like pasta salad-y kind of potato salad. It is, I
1: think, but it's like whipped cream.
0: Yeah. No, you're definitely right. There's no mayo in it, but the look is the same.
1: Can it sometimes be green? Can they do like green food coloring? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, maybe. Like okay. A ch- like a Jello mold? I don't know. I could be totally off. Okay, we're going to have to look at... Ugh, I hope we're not wrong. I, get, I have a feeling we are. Okay. So anyways, there's this flirty dinner scene before, but while we're getting to know everybody. And we find out that Kathy Sinise is the organist at the church. And we've seen her, like, in a brief moment playing organist. But I didn't put two and two together. That was her. Um, and like you, you said... You did
0: not put people together. I thought they picked very different looking people. The casting was great.
1: Really bad. Well, first of all, I've been having trouble with names lately, so we don't know if I'm having a long stroke or what's happening. But also, I was having trouble telling the brunettes apart of this episode. See? And
0: I thought it was the exact opposite. I was like, they picked people with such significant features that it was not like that other episode where we couldn't tell the husband and the murderer apart. It was like, they looked bad. so different to me.
1: I'm sorry. I feel really bad. I don't know. One what... had
0: very distinctive teeth and chin and one had a very distinctive nose.
1: This was just a bad, maybe a bad watching day for me. I don't know. I just couldn't. I just was struggling with them. But that's OK. Um, so and like you said, Dr. Bob is taking care of Kathy Sinise's ailing father um, and Kathy's father had apparently at some point asked Dr. Bob, please make sure to watch after Kathy Even though Kathy is married at this point to Sal, Mm -hmm. he asked Dr. Bob to watch after her. Mm -hmm. And we're getting yeah he
0: watched after her.
1: Yeah, her business. And so I think we get some flirty moments at the car. It's all very fairly obvious what's happening here.
0: I'd like to point out second time already. A man honks for a woman to hurry up. And it happens three times in this episode. And I was like, wow, the early 90s were the epitome of men honking to get women to quit gabbing with their friends and get into the car.
1: Hurry up. That's funny. Um, three
0: times and thrice, thrice different men honked.
1: What's that from? I say, what's that chap honking his hooter for? What's that from?
0: I don't know. Sounds like Monty
1: Python. No, the race where they're all racing.
0: Oh, um,
1: it's a mad, 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 mad it's a mad 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 world that's yeah. it okay sorry this is gonna drive me nuts so the next scene we have is at the marriage counselor's office um marilyn has been struggling bob has not been struggling and he's annoyed to be there of course and it's at this point that marilyn looks a little bit like the weeds lady i think what's her name oh mary louise parker a little bit but okay. a hint of it she has a butt chin which i love Hint. Did you see a hint of it in certain
0: scenes? Can you see? Yeah. That? I was more interested in the counselor lady, but the, but I loved Marilyn. I thought she was so pretty.
1: Oh yeah. Um
0: Very long neck.
1: Yeah. Very, very classy looking. Looks like a ballerina. Always so, has her
0: hair in a bun. Maybe a wig. Maybe a bun ooh, wig.
1: Good point. Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly a bun wig. So, Marilyn thinks it's very difficult to be married to an elder of the church and a doctor because those two positions are very control positions. And he's used to being in control and telling people what to do. And they do and they do it. Um, And she wants to have a voice in her own house. And which is fair. But at the same time, at the very
0: beginning, the other church friend, not the neighbor, the church friend said that he was basically famous around the church. Because he's like an elder and this big shot doctor. So he's, he's she said he had an air of fame about him. Yes. But she also said she was very jealous because he would hold his wife's hand. And I thought that was just very sad for her.
1: Yeah, that was really sad. I didn't like that. I didn't bring that up on purpose because that lady made me sad. I don't have her in my notes because I didn't want to talk about her. Thanks a lot. So, well, now
0: she feels better because it turns out she was happier than these people all along.
1: I don't know if she, better is the word. <laughs> she feels different. Oh, happier. Okay. So uh, then we find out that they aren't having sex. Marilyn is horrified. She doesn't want to talk about this. And of course, Bob is, I know Bob is like, tell her how long it's been since we've had sex. It's been so long that she doesn't even remember. And it's scandalous and awful. And we get the point. leak. Yes. There we go. They're having a rough patch, we can say. But that is five years ago. Now we're going to flash forward a little bit to three years later. So at this point, we're two years before the murder, two years out. Uh, Dr. Bob is now in a hotel room with a lady named Dora that you may recognize if you are clever and unlike me, as the lady in church who does not, wants to stay seated in her pew and does not want to move and wants to remain hidden in her red blazer. That's Dora. This
0: Dora just kept swimming, just kept swimming right up his crotch area. And I know that that's Dory, but I was trying to make it work.
1: What's do, what's just kept swimming? Finding Nemo. I haven't seen Finding Nemo. Is, okay. it like, is it like a mantra? Is Dory the fish? Is Dory the actual fish? Dory the, is Ellen DeGeneres. The main fish.
0: Yeah, and she sings a song that goes, Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. She has a traumatic head injury that makes her forget things every few seconds. Oh. She goes to where she is. So she just kind of is like, what? Who am I? Where am I? I'm a fish. What's happening? And then she's saying, just keep swimming. It's a mantra for people.
1: Oh, I like that. That's cute. Yeah. Is it something that you would write on a board and staple it on your wall in cursive?
0: Um, There was a... I can't say it. It's really sad. There was like this one girl who was really inspired by it. She had cancer, I think.
1: Stop it. Nope. And she went on Ellen...
0: And she told Ellen that, and like it was this big thing, and then I think she died.
1: Okay, stop the story. Thank you. (laughs) We're good. All right, moving on. Let's keep going with this murder, not that one, not that sad story. Okay, this sad story. Stick with this one. Okay, Dr. Bob is in a hotel room with Dora, not Dory. She really, really loves him, Um, is a little bit creepy. We get a creepy vibe from her, like she's a little too clingy. She wants him to leave his wife. Bob, of course, is not interested in that. And Bob is very rude to her. Dr. Bob is not nice. He's very... I'm
0: sorry. She is... Is this the scene where it's about the sheets? Nope,
1: not yet. We are not there yet. Because
0: <laughs> I was like, I, he has every right nope. to be rude we're to her. Com- She's crazy. Yeah,
1: she... But she gives us hints of crazy in this scene. Later, we'll get the full bananas. Um, yeah. Uh, but Bob gets her a diamond necklace because he knows how to treat his mistresses right. Um, mm-hmm. And which woman doesn't love tiny diamonds? She'll love it from K's. What is it? How's it go? I not? that's I got it at Ross. Um, I... It's every kiss begins with K. But you know what women really, really want, Kimberly?
0: What do they really want?
1: You know what this woman really, really wants?
0: I can guess. Makeup! <laughs>
1: I love makeup, and I love Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is a beauty brand with a bigger-than-beauty mission that goes beyond skin deep to empower women everywhere. For every product you purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive.
0: I love that.
1: It's the best.
0: They... Even if you don't have a doctor to hold your hand at church. Yeah. You don't need him. You go on Thrive Yourself.
1: You go on Thrive yourself, go on Thrive and check out our story and you can get more information on how they're leading a movement that any woman can join. Our story? Not our story, Thrive story. Okay. For empowering women. Keep up. Thrive Cosmetics makes high performance vegan, 100% cruelty free, yes, Leaping Bunny formulas without the use of parabens or sulfates. Yes. I have tried many a thing from Thrive Cosmetics. I'm going to go ahead and talk about their skincare because Mm -hmm. we all know I love makeup. It's a little known fact that I also really like my skin to look good and be glowy. So it looks actually good under makeup. That's usually a benefit. I cannot recommend the Thrive Cosmetics skincare highly enough. The Bright Balance 3-in-1 Cleanser is a gentle formula that removes long wearing waterproof makeup and leaves your skin feeling soft glowing and never stripped or dry which if you're over 20 that's a really good thing (laughs) you need your skin to feel soft and supple and in addition to the three-in-one cleanser i also highly recommend the overnight sensation mask which i don't know how to describe it it I've never used one of those. I've seen the overnight mask and I've never used one until I used the Thrive one. And honestly, when you wake up in the morning after having the overnight sensation on all night, your skin, you almost don't need foundation. I'm not kidding. It just is, it gives you the most beautiful glow and just evens everything out. And you use it like two to three times a week. You don't use it every night. And it is just give it a shot. Take my word is it for it.
0: Sensational. 'Cause it's the overnight sensation.
1: Yeah, so it is sensational.
0: That sensation is sensational.
1: The sensation is sensational. Maybe well.
0: you can get me some because I don't I could really use that.
1: Ooh, I will give you, I'm not giving you mine, but I will order you one because it's very good. With our discount code. Speaking of which, <laughs> why don't you start thriving and help women in need today? By going to thrivecosmetics.com slash date dateline, and you can use code date dateline for 15% off your first purchase. Woo!
0: Oh, well, then I can afford to get it myself. I'm going to just get it for myself then.
1: All right, there you go. I, and I like I'm going to help women. Yes, you are. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C A U S E, because they have a cause, medics.com slash date dateline, code date dateline for 15% off thrivecosmetics.com slash date dateline code date dateline. Give yourself a chance to thrive.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Okay. I like it. You thrived. I thrived. I tried and thrived. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So we just found out Bob's in a sorted hotel room with Dora. And we find out from our the first floor.
0: That's what I should have done. wrote She's She was exploring was his, Becky's protege.
1: Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, so we find out a little, okay, so we get another first person narration, which is a failing marriage is a dangerous thing. It's like you're slowly being buried alive. Your home isn't a place of love and comfort. It's your grave.
0: Oh my God. It's a lot. Wow. That's a lot of hyperbole. I feel like
1: heavy, heavy for, uh, what we're seeing on screen, which is, it doesn't feel that heavy as the words are. So she
0: still looks amazing throughout this whole thing.
1: She really does. And we're about to get... outfit's glam. Oh, yeah. We're about to get uh, a little bit heavier because Sal Sinise is sitting in his car and what's that chap honking his hooter for? (laughs) He honks his horn at Marilyn. So that's That was
0: the third time. Yeah.
1: Number three. What's... Oh, the first... Yeah, the first time is the beginning. So... The first was she's taking the
0: plant in the vase from the neighbor and Bob the doctor honks. Second one is he's talking to the the girl who's
1: at the dinner party, at right? The dinner party.
0: And her husband gets jealous. So this and is honks the horn.
1: Sal's second honk.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. It wasn't this. It was separate. You're right.
1: He's so a
0: double honker. He's
1: a honker. So he is upset uh, that Marilyn's husband, the good doctor is calling his wife so much. He thinks that Dr. Bob needs to stop calling Kathy so much. He doesn't care that Kathy's dad is sick. So, Sal is in his car, like looking like a T-bird. He's got a leather jacket on and he's smoking a cigarette and he's Mm, trying. Bad boy. It's super bad boy. Church bad boy. He's kind of assuming that Marilyn knows that her husband, the doctor, might be having an affair with Kathy, his wife. Marilyn has no idea. Marilyn's pretty clueless through this whole thing. Um, And so he tells her that he needs a taste of his own medicine. And then speeds away because his pun is so bad that he can't take it. So he zooms and off. And
0: she still has no idea what he's referring to.
1: She's literally giving the what face. It's sort of like, what do
0: you mean by that? Oh, well, where's my
1: Bible? That's because a it's not like 10
0: scenes later where she finally realizes because someone like literally has to scream it in her face. Sal
1: does. Sal has to scream it.
0: He's sleeping with my wife, your husband, in your bed. With my wife. And she's
1: like. Why are you spoiling all the spoilers? I'm sorry. I am going it's to kill you. Scene. Oh, my gosh. Go okay. Ahead. So next, Marilyn is at a dinner or coffee or outing with Gary Byrne, which is you're not supposed to be out alone by yourself with Gary because he's got the hots for you. Mm-hmm. He's in a new sweater vest and telling her that she doesn't not deserve. Not eating
0: ambrosia salad. So.
1: No, they're drinking coffees. He doesn't. She doesn't deserve to be treated so badly by her scallywag doctor husband. She says the worst thing that you can say to the man who loves you is that she's lonely. And Gary perks right up, right up at that. And it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm here for you. And God doesn't want us to be miserable, even if it means breaking a vow.
0: I wrote that down. I was like, that's the new pickup line. I mean, God he might as well to be miserable. Even if it means breaking a vow, God's fine with breaking a vow because he wants your happiness to come above all else. I'll He's take not off. my mom. I don't think he feels that way.
1: <laughs> I'll take off this sweater vest. Show you what's underneath. Right now at the restaurant. Show you the goods. Because show you he goes, my
0: ambrosia salad.
1: He goes from being kind of sweet ambrosia salad sweater vest to kind of creepy ambrosia salad sweater vest. I
0: still was a fan and would have chosen him over the doctor. Although the doctor is very rich.
1: Gary's the safe choice, but also the very boring choice.
0: But there's comfort in that. And yeah, he doesn't have those weird 80s glasses yeah, that the doctor has.
1: A lot of people got those 80s glasses in this episode. We have a few people in them. They're um,
0: Darcy and Stacy glasses, kind of.
1: I think Darcy's and Stacy's are worse, I gotta say. Because they have like yellow lenses. Yellow lenses are just not attractive on anyone. Like maybe if you're like a really hot, young, black Instagram model, like that girl could get away with it. And she's really cool and her makeup's really good. And then she wears like yellow lenses. Awesome. Everyone else? No. Okay. So we are five months before the murderer now. We're getting closer and we're back in our hotel room with Dora and she gets real gross to just now she goes from being like a little bit like oh like needy before now she's full out stalker weirdo Mm -hmm. she's like smelling the sheets that they just white bob yeah she did the business in the sheets she starts like smelling them and rubbing them up on her face we find out we find out also that. that they had been having an affair for two and a half years at this point which is kind of a long time yeah. In a fair land. Um, and Dora is talking about, do you think the hotel would be mad if I took these sheets? She doesn't <laughs> talk like that, but she might as well. Um,
0: and he goes, "Uh, yeah, actually, I do think they'd have a problem with that. He's just not amused. Once he's got boom, boom from her, he's like, I am done. Du- we are. You remember what I said, Dora? No talkie
1: Yeah. After boom, boom. <laughs> he finds her personality repulsive. As do the rest of us do too. Because she, I a honestly nightmare. don't
0: think he even wants to kiss her. I think it's like no. purely about the, you know what?
1: That's it. Um, and so it's like, she's like rubbing on the nasty sheets. Then when he says no to the sheets, she's sheet, not rubbing.
0: That's not Katie's. Like, she's sniffing them. She's
1: rubbing it on her face like she is caressing, caressing like they the are sheet.
0: Those clean gain with clean detergent special technology and they smell them and then they start dancing
1: except we know what just happened in those sheets yeah i didn't even
0: think about that so now i'm grossed out
1: yeah um so then she says okay well if i can't have the sheets maybe i could have one of your undershirts to take home just to like have the scent of you again gross that's gross to me i don't want the that's not I don't like it. It's not as bad as the sheets, but the undershirt is like, I want to smell your it's BO. Like,
0: um, it's like, what's her name? uh, Tanya and Sinjin. And Tanya would always smell Sinjin's armpits.
1: Oh yeah, that's and weird. And play yeah. with
0: his armpit hair.
1: I don't want to talk about that. Um,
0: And then... Also, was the bed so small in this scene? Did it not look like a
1: double? It might have been a double. I didn't notice that. Was it, it was small?
0: Quite small. The room was quite small. I was like, the doctor is not springing for a deluxe hotel suite
1: oh no not for not for dora no maybe he for
0: another mistress he would but yeah, not, for, not her. for
1: no dora's getting motel sex at the best yeah um she, he then finally just calls it off because the i think the final straw is she says i just love you too much is that so wrong <laughs> okay here's the deal that sentence you i'm not like a master of love but even I know you don't say that sentence. That sentence is going to get you broken up with. Period. Yeah.
0: You could say that to your husband of 40 years and he'd be like, you're smothering no. me.
1: Male, female, gay, straight, does, any, anything in the spectrum in between doesn't matter. You don't say that sentence. This is common knowledge. No one should ever. You don't. You can think that if you want or write it in a book like in your journal, but you don't say that out loud to the other Word person.
0: to Joni you smother me.
1: Oh, no, I've seen ads for that smothering show on TLC. That's not Joni.
0: No, those my, people my take, those people take they showers. They take showers together. No, but she does say I love you too much. Is that so wrong? And I say, "Yes, back off."
1: I feel like she doesn't say it in quite the same way that Dora is saying it and she's not your lover. So I think it's okay. Joni, you get a pass. In a lover situation, no pass. Uh He basically, after she says the sentence, which you're not supposed to say, is like, yes, that's so wrong. Yes, you're creepy. I think this is over. So it's over. He ends it with her after she says the one sentence thou shalt not say. And we move on. We get him going home to a very, very uncomfortable bedroom scene with his wife, Marilyn, who, again, is just lovely. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they start. I don't know what exactly they're fighting about. It's that Marilyn wants to talk. He doesn't want to talk because he's had a long day at the office slash hotel room. And Mm -hmm. nosy neighbor Linda tells us that she could sometimes hear them arguing. And she thought it was very strange because he was a family counselor at the church, but he Mm -hmm. was having an affair with the organ player. (laughs) And I'm like, organ player? Hold on a second. Yes, indeed. Kathy, Kathy Uh Sinise, the organ player. He's two-timing the two times. It's Mm -hmm. Kathy and Dora, all women, all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. He's got
1: two womenses.
0: I think he has more than that. We only just hear about two. I I wouldn't be surprised if there were multiples.
1: He's got a woman in every city. He has
0: multiple offers.
1: I feel like he might have multiple families. Yeah. I should have looked it up. Um,
0: Marilyn doesn't seem
1: to know what's going down. No, but Linda does. Their neighbor Linda's on it. Everyone
0: seems to, but Marilyn.
1: Oh, man.
0: so It's rough.
1: Kathy actually, turns out, had left Sal Sinise, the bad boy in the leather jacket with the bad puns. She left him. She moved out, moved in with her mom. And so Sal turns up at Marilyn's door at night. And this is our big confrontation. <laughs> Would you like to explain our, our confrontation at the door? Uh,
0: Sal. Oh, hi. Hi. Like, so like, just like not, he hasn't been weird with her in the past. She's just like, oh, hi, Sal. Yeah. Um, I don't really honestly remember exactly what was said, but I know it was like, he's sleeping. My wife is sleeping with your husband in, oh, well, someone else says in the marital bed. I think it was the priest or somebody. the The cop says in the marital bed. And then so he says in your bed and she's like, what are you talking about? And then he says in your car and then she's like. In my car, like that's the part that's upsetting is that they had sex in the car. Not that this is the first time you're hearing about the actual affair was. Yeah, that she's it was, more. And then she says, she says my favorite line. Well, I'll talk to him.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's I'll just, she
0: doesn't seem very sharp. I'll straighten shocked. this out. I'll talk to him.
1: I don't know if this is a reenactment actor choice. Like if she's just, but she doesn't, I don't feel surprised from maryland or well she
0: i mean she's obviously been complaining and going to therapy and complaining to other people that she wasn't happy but i don't know how much she actually knew about the sleeping around but i feel like she's supposed to be surprised and instead she says she's gonna talk to him like maybe he just didn't know the rules like that he wasn't supposed to sleep with people in her car and so she's like i'll have a talk with him like, he's riding his bike on the lawn. He just doesn't know he's not supposed to do that. I'll have a talk with him.
1: Hey, Bob. Bob, this is Marilyn. Hi. Honey, can you not um, do it in the car? Okay. With Love the you. organist? I made ambrosia salad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got to guard those seats after.
1: I just took it to be detailed. Man. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of bizarre, especially because we did just find out that the affair, at least with Dora, had been two and a half years long. And also, it's not like she's busy with the kids at home. The girls are at boarding school. They're not at home.
0: Oh, what are
1: you doing all day? What is Marilyn a nurse at this point? Well, she dresses up and looks
0: like she's carrying a briefcase, but it's just a really flat 80s, 90s purse. And I thought it was a briefcase. And I was like, is she a working girl going to church with her little... Reebok shoes on but I think Mm. she didn't she says she's lonely and bored without the girls there so I don't think she's working at this time
1: I don't think she is either even though she has a nursing degree from Columbia we found that yeah
0: she's smarty pants
1: Hmm. so now we are in the fall of 1990 Uh, Kathy is in and 1990 is the murder year so Kathy is now in the hotel room with Dr. Bob and says the exact same dang thing that dora says not the thing about i love you too much more like when are you getting a divorce what's going on with that
0: i did my part i left sal yeah
1: i moved in with my mother thank you very much and mm-hmm. so this time actually though he is not saying i'm that's never gonna happen like he did with dora he's kind of stringing her along and saying well mm-hmm. maybe at christmas time and but who knows a lot could happen before that wink wink as in Marilyn could the dust and the examples he gives are maybe maybe marilyn will be in a plane crash or she'll crash into a bridge abdomen.
0: i know he said maybe she'll fall out of a boat
1: that was the last one what is a bridge abdomen a brit a i don't know
0: i'm thinking of the word abridgment
1: Um, abdomen it said twice in the episode.
0: It's some sort of structure that holds up a bridge that you don't want to crash into.
1: That's a very specific thing.
0: Maybe why it's, wouldn't it I be just,
1: I don't know what it is.
0: Why maybe wouldn't it's you just like say, um um those railings in the middle, those concrete barriers.
1: But why wouldn't you just say maybe she'll crash into a tree? Why did you say a bridge abdomen? Are you he's the smarty pants. And I feel like he's trying to use SAT SAT words on me, and I don't appreciate it.
0: A substructure at the ends of a bridge span or dam wherein the structure's superstructure rests or contracts, contacts, sorry. A bridge abutment, abutment. I think I always read it like abutment or abutment. It's a structure which connects the deck of a bridge to the ground at the ends of a bridge span helping support its weight, both horizontally and vertically. That is so, did he get his minor in engineering and his major in pulmonology?
1: I'm irritated. I've read
0: that word before, but I think I read it pronounced differently and never really put much thought into what it meant. And I would never, ever use it in the common expression.
1: Like a bridge abdomen over troubled
0: abutment. Maybe it is abutment. I don't know.
1: Wow. Love can build a bridge abdomen. <laughs> That's what just, happened to the it, judge? Where way are the Specific. Yeah. It really is. And it's annoying. Um, and then, oh, she'll fall off a boat. Okay. What the heck? This is all pillow talk, by the way, because he's doing this while he's, like, rubbing her face. It
0: turns her on, and she starts—she just, like, jumps on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Barf. Um, So then we get some subtle foreshadowing uh, with a dead-end street sign. It's very subtle. And we get a a mysterious package on the door. Marilyn's walking up to her front door. There's a package there that looks like a Christmas present with a letter in it that says, Bob. And it turns it over and there's a kissy lips, lipstick kiss on the other side of the card.
0: That is brazen to leave on a married man's doorstep. It's
1: not. She wants her to know. She wants him to leave his wife. She's trying to ruin his life. He probably should have checked out her, you know, mental facilities before breaking up with Dora. Don't be an idiot. So what is amazing to me is Marilyn's self-control in picking up the present, not opening the present, not opening the card and throwing it in the garbage. Yeah, never, ever, 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 ever would I be able to do that. I would immediately open it immediately. Yeah, you would.
0: Yeah. So would you? I don't know if I would. I might be worried it was a bomb or something because, you know, the wife is going to open it.
1: Would you make him open asbestos it? In would it. you make him not open asbestos. it? Asbestos? Yeah. What's
0: the other stuff?
1: Let's go with it. Let's go with asbestos. You
0: know, that's not what I meant. Asbestos
1: abatement in the package. <laughs> so wait a minute. Would or abdomen? Would um would you make him open it in front of you?
0: I mean, if you're already at this point in your marriage where you're openly discussing the girlfriends that he's cheating with, there's not much of a marriage left. Right.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why they don't have a divorce working at this point. Like she it,
0: doesn't want to. She needs to go off with sweater
1: vest. Yeah, she she really should. That might have saved her life. So mm-hmm. we're finally at one day before Marilyn's murder. Dr. Bob is leaving for a five-day medical conference in Washington, D.C., and she wants to take him to the airport. He says, no, 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 thank you. Um, and she says, safe travels. And it seems like that's the last thing she'll ever mm-hmm. say to Dr. Bob, because mm-hmm. now we're at the day of the murder. And we get a snippet of what everyone is doing the night of the murder. Set- this is
0: what B-roll would be, but it's re enactment B-roll. Because it's set to music,
1: and it's some sort of song. Montage. Like- It's a song that they use in Dance Moms. So Dance Moms always have, um, they can't use like Gaga or like, you know, they can't use Ariana Grande. They have to use like, you know, other, get the rights to other music. And so that's kind of what we have here, which is awesome. It's not a bad song, but it's just short. So Gary is praying in his sweater vest. Um, Dora. (laughs) Dora is sniffing
0: shirts sheets what no shirts she's got a collared sheets no it's a men's collared shirt i thought it was the sheets i thought she really did steal
1: those sheets. she had snuck into his house grabbed some of his button-down brooks brothers and is sniffing them like a drug addict it is the weirdest thing
0: (laughs) this is your scene for today You're going to, what are the other actors doing? Oh, you know, different kinds of things. Different. And she's like, why
1: can't I have the wine? Because Kathy's staring out the window getting wine. Yes, uh, totally normal. Yeah. And
0: then she has to sniff. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, but what's weird is that we see, of course, Dr. Bob looking shady and putting a do not disturb on a hotel door. I assumed that. Kathy was in that room but then the next shot is Kathy at like her mom's window with her wine Mm -hmm. looking outside like someone's going to come up and shoot her in the face which Mm -hmm. is not what happens. Um, And then Sal is driving dirty. Sal's in his car. (laughs) He's just just driving around town honking at women. I mean he
0: still wins because nothing is worse than sniffing.
1: No, no. Sniffing is the worst. Um, And so then Linda neighbor Linda wakes up a gunshot a boom is what she said but there's no earthquakes in long island i says to myself i did say to myself she's very funny she's got she's a whole character she did
0: she goes i'm talking to myself but
1: i mean i was talking to myself yeah she has to explain it to us we know linda we get you we hear you um so the next day daughter kristen has been away first of all i don't know what the daughter's names are it's the first time i've heard the daughter's yeah no so with the, one of the daughters is away at boarding school, but she gets sick that day. So I guess the school has to call and tell them that she's sick or oh, something. Oh, okay.
0: That makes more sense because I didn't realize. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, I didn't realize they were at boarding school and I thought the school was calling. That would mean the daughter was at home. No, they were calling to say, why didn't she show up to school today? They're they are like, called because she's at boarding they're school. At, like, goss- gotcha.
1: They're at like Gossip Girl. They're at a fancy gotcha. school. M- our mother of holy matrimony or whatever gotcha. the schools are called. So- Kristen's at boarding school, school calls house, they get no answer, so they have an emergency contact, which is a neighbor. So the this neighbor, neighbor
0: looks like a fisherman
1: slash. The neighbor looks like Dr. Bob. When he what? goes upstairs, I thought it was Dr. Bob. I'm having trouble with the brunettes.
0: But he wasn't wearing his crazy 70s glasses. He was wearing glasses.
1: He was wearing 70s glasses when he goes upstairs. He's wearing
0: like a fisherman's beanie.
1: Yeah, and glasses. I was confused. I am i don't know what happened to me in this episode, um, but the more important thing is that this neighbor that comes over happens to be a detective from Nassau County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is their it's emergency. Long Island. So how pissed is Linda, who's bringing over flowers and presents and been striving for years to be the emergency contact for the girls? Oh, that's rough. And instead they pick the detective, Frederick. I mean, poor because when Linda. you
0: Linda's trying too hard. She's sniffing your sheets. It's too much. <laughs> and, and the detective is like standoffish. Like you need him more than he needs you. And that makes you want, yeah. Yeah, and, so you
1: want it to be. But
0: the door is unlocked. He doesn't even need a hide-a-key or a spare key.
1: Oh, no, he just goes straight in yeah. um, up the stairs and finds Marilyn in bed, dead. She's been shot through the eye and there is a necktie around her neck. So she was also strangled. And there's yes. petechia, so she was definitely strangled at some point. Th- that all was weird to me. I was like, "Oh, that's very strange." Um, and of course, it looks like a burglary, but it looks like a staged burglary. Stage. That, de- yeah, the detectives immediately tell us that they think it was someone close to her. There's no way this was a burglary. Uh, so Dr. Bob gets a call in Washington D.C. immediately comes home and has to give the detectives his timeline of. He what doesn't he- seem
0: very upset either.
1: Not a bit. My wife,
0: can I see her?
1: Yeah, no, Bob.
0: They've already taken her away. Oh, darn, I just missed her then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what it is. Uh, He has to give his timeline to the detectives of what his move, his whereabouts, his movements since he left for the conference. He had an alibi because he's left to get on a plane to go to Washington, D.C., to the tuberculosis comp it was literally a tuberculosis conference. It which-
0: was the fight to eradicate tuberculosis. Is that what it was? Okay, Something was like, like that. Yeah. Didn't we? Hasn't that? Hasn't that been eradicated?
1: Am I? I don't.
0: Maybe that's when it happened. I feel like it happened way before that. But I mean, there's a vaccine. Louis Pasteur. No.
1: <laughs> Can I just start bringing him up all the time? I'm just gonna start bringing. Was up he
0: penicillin?
1: Random people of history. Nellie Bly? No, wasn't Nellie Bly. Okay, so keep going. I had all these books when I was a kid, by the way. Of what like, it was
0: the cotton were, gin? Eli Whitney and the cotton was, gin? But
1: it was all of these white books about this big, and it was like different historical people. Louis Pasteur was my favorite one um, because they would have little soldiers that were going through the needle. That's how they were making the vaccine happen. And then mm-hmm. Nellie Bly was one. Johnny Appleseed was one. I... I got to find those books. Maybe I'd be smarter. Okay, anyways. So his timeline is that he left for the conference and he's been there the whole time.
0: By the way, can I just preface? I'm going to get so many tweets. Like, actually, Louis Pasteur, blah, blah, blah.
1: No, I know what Louis Pasteur was, pasteurization. But it also helped in a vaccine for what? I don't remember what the vaccine was for, specifically what he did was helpful too. I don't know what it is. Rabies. Maybe.
0: No, I'm saying it says
1: rabies here. Oh, oh, great. Okay. So it was rabies. Oh yeah. Cause the little girl in the story was in the hospital and she looked wild. (laughs) She had like wild brown hair. I remember that. (laughs) Hermione. I got to find that. I got to find those books and send them to you. They're funny. Okay. Anyways. Um, So also, these were my bedtime books. I don't feel like that's appropriate for a young child to be learning about pasteurization at bedtime, but that's fine. That's why I'm a weirdo. So um, where's my mom? i got to ask her some questions. Um, So the good doctor immediately points at Sal Sinise and says he doesn't say anything about the affair with Kathy. He just says, I had a funny feeling about him. I've always Mm -hmm. had a funny feeling about him.
0: Yeah, not I was sleeping with his wife in my marital bed.
1: Probably because. And he's, my wife's car. Probably because Sal keeps driving around town. Honking. Honking in his leather jacket, smoking cigarettes. He's a like church he's bad boy. Seriously, like, a, like a rebel. He's the of the church. He is. Hey. So they go and interview Sal, who's making sandwiches in his kitchen. Peanut
0: butter and jelly. Does not, he does the John Mulaney law and order thing where it's like, I know I'm being investigated by homicide detectives, but I got to keep unloading this van, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I got a sandwich to eat. This ham and cheese isn't going to grill itself. Detectives. You want, you want, <laughs> what about him? What about the guy I out in the car? I wish he had
0: offered sandwiches. Oh,
1: I would That would have been great. He was he no. saved
0: all that PBJ for himself.
1: No, um, So he, I mean, of course, is very standoffish because he's a rebel and says he wishes that Bobber, even Kathy, had died instead of Marilyn because she didn't deserve this, which is, again, you don't want to say that to cops, uh, but he does. Or maybe
0: it's the exact thing to say to cops. Sure, I am murderous, but against a totally different person than the victim.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. I was busy
0: that night hating someone else and wishing they were going to die. That's I was, why uh, I didn't do it.
1: I was stalking my ex-wife, Kathy, at a mother's house. I was <laughs> just smoking like Honking six packs outside. of cigarettes. <laughs> Kathy,
0: <laughs> Kathy, come out. I made a mistake.
1: <laughs> we all make mistakes. You got to quit smoking, Sal. Okay. Anyways, he tells the cops straight out that Kathy and Bob were having an affair. Um, but he doesn't have sal doesn't have the best alibi he says he was just watching tv with his kids all night i feel like that's a fine alibi can't the kids say yes dad was here but then they went they to probably bed.
0: fell asleep yeah
1: right but he so, gets
0: a dig in he's like like it is every night around here like something like that like ever since my wife left me for dr bob this is what my every night consists of so you're a family man that's fine
1: because i feel like why can't kathy why drive
0: can't, around honking
1: anymore kathy doesn't get the kids Kathy doesn't want she's living the high life. I don't she's know.
0: mourning her father and being an organist. She has her days full.
1: Yes, she does. So he sort of points the finger at Kathy. And of course he does. And the detectives go and talk to Kathy. She doesn't give up the affair at all. She says, no, I don't know what you're, you, you know, she like kind of skirts the issue and says that Marilyn was her friend and that. Dr. Bob would just call because her dad was sick, et cetera, et cetera. They became close because he was his pulmonologist, yada, yada. So the detectives keep looking. They interview the marriage counselor and she tells them about.
0: There's like no um, patient confidentiality here. Her
1: patient's dead.
0: Not the husband?
1: But he wasn't really the patient. Remember, just Marilyn kept going. I don't think I mentioned that. But the two
0: of them did go at one point together.
1: So maybe she can't talk about that session, but maybe she can talk about all the sessions with Marilyn. Also, what is doctor-patient confidentiality if the patient is deceased?
0: I've seen different things happen on different Law & Order episodes, which makes me think that they did not do their research.
1: Who did not? Law & Order? Or Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's state by state. Maybe. County by county, doctor Maybe. by doctor.
0: People are going to tell us. Sure. I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Someone will tell us.
1: Oh, that's great. But the marriage counselor tells them about Bob's multiple affairs. And she points them in the direction. She doesn't just say that. She goes, I can give you names. Oh, yeah, that's true. She, I mean, she's ready. She wants to come in for Marilyn and be like, I'm going to help out my friend. Here's
0: a list of everyone he's been sleeping at our church.
1: Yeah. He's a horses. So here we go.
0: I've written down the names.
1: He says that she says the people you need to look into are Gary Byrne, sweater vest, and somebody named Dora. Mm hmm. So, of course, cops go to Gary or Gary comes in for an interview. He's super weird and awkward and sad in the interview and talks about how much he loved Marilyn. He's a little creepy. Not as creepy as Dora. She's next on the list. They should
0: get together.
1: Yeah, maybe, because Gary really needs to be loved and Dora really needs to be loved.
0: Mm -hmm. And Dora, um, Gary would let Dora smell his sweater vests. Mm Mm-hmm. With pleasure. And that's not a euphemism. That's literally what she
1: wants to do. Excellent point. Um, They track down, okay, so... When they go to see Dora, she tells them that Bob was the best thing that ever happened to her straight up. And she hates Marilyn. Hated, hated Marilyn. <laughs> but the cops say that and Strangel- goes,
0: um, but not like I wanted her to die.
1: Yeah, it's not the best scene. It's not <laughs> Dora's fine. She did much better at the sniffing. She was fine, but the sniffing was stronger. So for the real, we're going to go with the sniffing. So strangulation, the cops say, is not typically something to be committed by a woman, which I don't know if that's true. Well, you I could see a lot Dora. Of strength. You could see Dora
0: with the rage of a thousand sniffs. Yes. In her <laughs> Could do it because she yeah. has the crazy lift a car off a baby kind of
1: strength. She does. That's what I'm thinking. And so the autopsy, they do an autopsy on the body of Marilyn and reveal that it's a 22 caliber bullet. And so off they go to the gun shop. Now we're at the funeral. There's a huge problem at the funeral, like straight off the bat, which is that the funeral's an open casket.
0: But she was shot in the eyeball. She
1: was shot in the eye.
0: Well, they just close the eye then and do some... Created. Maybe she's, she's shot wearing in the eye. she doesn't have sunglasses. A thing. They stuff it.
1: That's not they right. take
0: out the eyes that, that, a lot that, of times and stuff them anyways. But that part of the head is
1: not correct.
0: Not if well I don't, yeah that's true especially from the way we see the shot going down. But um, I learned more about this process from watching The House on the Haunted Hill Drive,
1: whatever yeah, that show yeah, is, yeah. the Netflix. But part.
0: but. Yeah, they, don't, they should have put an eye patch on her or something if they were going to stick to. Jews do it better. I'm sorry. No one needs to see that. We keep it closed. Tight yeah. and right.
1: Yeah, close it up. Close up shop. Mm-hmm. The shop is closed. Business is closed. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that she actually did have an open casket, but that's all right.
0: Oh, well, this is just purely for dramatic effect.
1: Right. But I'm saying that I was shocked when I saw the episode. I was like, no, close the lid. Close it up. So... After the funeral, the funeral director speaks to detectives and they say, they ask him if he heard anything or saw anything weird. And he says, actually, that Dr. Bob, before the funeral began, went in to view the body and was talking to Marilyn and said, I love you so very much and I'm so very sorry.
0: But see, that could mean a lot of things. Like he was a hound dog, so I don't think, and that was well known amongst the town, so didn't seem to me that that was something that was that damning.
1: I think that that seemed like filler to me. I don't think that was very big on the detectives list of, oh, he's he's done it. Yeah, that's not the he did it moment. Uh, but what is the who did it moment is they pull the airport records of his car. So they check LaGuardia parking the parking mm-hmm. lot where he parked at LaGuardia Airport. He shows he left the lot at 1024 p.m. Check back into the lot at three oh three a.m. on the and night that And pulled back died. into
0: a different spot. Like if he had kept the car in the same spot, they might not have even noticed that the car had
1: how, gone. How like. is that though? Because they would have still pulled the records.
0: Well, I feel like it was all printed on a sheet, and it said type of car. You know, like where people have to go around, like in the olden days in parking lots, and mark who, what kind of car was in what spot. Oh. Instead, if they didn't have good surveillance or Mm -hmm. it wasn't all electronically monitored.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. So so, but he was that confident that he was going to get away with it. Mm -hmm. Is that he just like, huh, doesn't matter. They're not going to check me. I'm a doctor. Yeah. Um, Also, their trip. This is way
0: more overconfidence, what you're about to say.
1: Yeah, their trip to the gun gun shop paid off because it turns out that Dr. Bob also bought a 22 uh, rifle. Within in past, his own name. In the past three weeks. Like, yeah. just bought one. That's so he, overconfidence. Yeah, he's horrible. Um, the detectives call Dr. Bob in for an interrogation, and they have him empty his pockets, which goes absolutely nowhere.
0: Yeah, it does. I thought that was going to be more dramatic or lead us to some sort of follow-up.
1: Me too. Like, there was going to be he had a, gun a in ticket his pocket? stub or, like, a, a yeah. bullet. What? Why does he have to... Or like a piece of paper that said, I done did it. So,
0: (laughs) shoot, if you hadn't asked me to empty my pockets, you would never have seen this confession.
1: Or like a hotel, like a billion hotel keys for like all of these women, like dates of women. Okay. So they present him with a rifle receipt and he says, well, I was going to use that for skeet shooting. But, you know, these these kappas they're smart. They know that's not a rifle. That's not the kind of gun you use for skeet shooting. Mm -hmm. isn't the skeet shooting the pull? yeah it seemed to
0: me kind of like the kind of gun you would use for that
1: it did to me too really
0: long gun
1: why would you oh but he bought the rifle because he wanted to be able to say he was using it for skeet shoot okay i get you so then they show him the parking logs and within two hours he's confessed he gives up the the jig it's over this is it um they walk us through sort of how he did it. He I don't really understand. He takes a shuttle plane back to LaGuardia Airport. So from Washington, D.C., he takes a shuttle plane, which I guess means you don't have to buy a ticket for that. I'm not sure how that works. Goes. Gets the car, goes to the house, knows that she's not going to wake up when he comes in the door. Honestly, I was like, well, I'm sure she didn't wake up because the front door is so this is a huge house. The front door is very far away from the bedroom, but she also takes sleeping pills. So this is the worst part is that he shoots her in the face, but she doesn't die. So he then has to strangle her. So he does actually do both. And my question is, if you don't care about this, the huge loud sound of a rifle happening one time, do it again.
0: That's a good point. I was just going to say, just let her. Don't call the cops. Just leave She's going to be dead by morning if you
1: shot her in the eye. Also, you believe in God. Maybe take this as a sign. If she doesn't die, maybe she's not supposed to die, man. Yeah, it's just awful. It's so uh, it seems like overkill to me. It's upsetting. I really don't like it.
0: It's horrible.
1: So then he drives off, dumps the rifle in. The creek by the bridge abatement. But he uh, car- then- he's
0: carrying this huge gun out to his car. Like he's Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hunting wabbits. Like, thank God a neighbor. And the lights are on in the parking, like, area outside his house. It's like they're set on timers or something. Like- Linda, you
1: need to look out your window, girl.
0: Yeah, if you heard you heard that noise, look out your car. You can this see is- it.
1: This is when we need Delia. So mm-hmm. he... he- Drives his car back to the airport, takes a car service to Manhattan, where he takes an Amtrak back to Washington, D.C. So he's at the conference at normal time the next morning. Okay, so they send a dive team to the river, the creek, whatever. He said he dumped the rifle in, recover the rifle. And sure enough, his story checks out. So now we get something weird, which I've never seen before. The detective says they always have, if somebody confesses, he'll have them call their family. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't want to call my family if I just confess to a crime. But he does. He calls his daughters and the call is recorded. So we get to hear the actual call recording, but only his side of it. Yeah. Um, thank God they don't play the daughters. Thank God. Because he just straight out says it. I, I'm guilty, honey. He, he says honey about a thousand times. A
0: thousand times. Honey? Hon- honey, honey. Honeys, honey. Honeys, both my honeys, both my little girls. I did it. What are, you're gonna hear a lot of things, but what I need you to know is I shot your mom. Okay? You're gonna hear a lot of things, but I need you I shot your mom. I did that. And um I need you to know that. I feel I just want you to know that the second I did it, I felt like I had made a mistake. Well that doesn't so do anybody that any dang good. Feel any better.
1: That doesn't do anybody any good, Bob. Does it? What do we do now? Okay. Oh my gosh. And then he says, I'm just, t- I got tired of having it all on my shoulders, honey. I just don't have the shoulders, honey. I just don't have the shoulders, honey.
0: You know what you can do? You can resign as church elder. You can, there's other things you can do. That also had nothing to do with your wife. Don't blame her for people coming to you with their problems because you were a beacon of the society. Because it's pretty nothing to do with your wife. You wanted to sleep around with a lot of women.
1: Right. And you were getting to sleep around with a lot of women. What you didn't want to do is pay alimony. So you didn't want a divorce because you didn't want to pay for your cake and eat it, too. You wanted free cake. Yeah. So he's um, he's a horrible person because just to put the icing on the cake, two years later, he when he goes to trial, he pleads not guilty by reason of insanity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Insa- how, ex- how is this insanity? Because
0: he doesn't have the shoulders. Oh, <laughs> He was shoulderless. Well, Big Ed doesn't Much have like a neck. Much like Big Ed's neck. I was that just gonna say that.
1: But that doesn't mean that I could see Big Ed doing a crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I could also see Big Ed definitely trying to avoid doing the time.
0: Yes. Big Ed would pay someone poorly. To do it like and it would be all it would be botched the whole thing would be botched
1: he would i'll give you fifty dollars in a bottle of Listerine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i hate big Ed. so <laughs> when so kathy sinise shows up at trial and we get actual footage of kathy Sinice in literal full dorothy hamill bowl cut yes glory with the, and a
0: dress that's like out of what Tootsie?
1: Yeah, it's like the gunny Sacks dresses. It's the one with the white. Sorry, not gunny sacks. Laura Ashley from the nineties. Yes, yes. But it's the white collar that looks like a Quaker, and then a floral dress and bold brown bowl cut that looks like a wig. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's intense. No one looks good in that hair, by the, no one.
0: No one looks good in that dress either. No, even if you're married to Warren Jeffs.
1: What was that style? What were they going for? Why was that? That's not thing? sexy. No. What Christian mom? What is that style? I don't get it. Christian mom slash ice skater. So she goes on the stand and talks about the bridge abatement again. Yeah. That was an actual thing that he said. Fell off a boat and run into the bridge abatement or abootment, whatever it's called. That's crazy. Um and she's crying
0: on the stand like she wasn't totally dog the second he said that and didn't jump his bones the second he said maybe she'll fall off a boat that's a real turn on for me when you say that do you think but she now was... she's crying like, oh, I had a part of this.
1: Here's my thought. I bet that she's angry at this reenactment. I bet that's not what happened in the hotel room. I bet she was actually kind of mad that he said that and was like, that's not right. You take, you know, the Lord does not, thou shalt not murder thy wife. She
0: is wearing her cross around her neck the whole time they're having an affair in the hotel room. It's she is.
1: Funny. And I think she's fiddling with it while she's drinking her wine and staring out the window in the one scene. I think it's being fiddled. That sounds terrible. But I I feel like she, that's probably not what happened. And she's probably wrote a very strongly worded letter and had her elder sign it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they it doesn't matter. The He gets 25 years to life. 25 years to life, though? Question mark. 25 years?
0: Does that mean... Doesn't seem
1: like enough? Yeah, I feel like that's a straight up life sentence. Murder, life for life. You get life. Yeah. Yeah. But um, apparently the girls asked for leniency. And Linda was shocked. She's your mother. throwing
0: some judgment yeah. on the
1: daughters. She was upset. Linda.
0: That's your mother. He killed yeah. your mother.
1: Good for you, Linda. That's, are you that's crazy? Really right. Yeah. Are you
0: crazy? <laughs> she says that. Are you crazy? I thought. I thought to myself, are you crazy?
1: <laughs> Could you maybe, like, in your later years, develop? Or just move <laughs> yeah, to Staten sure. Island and get an accent? Because I feel like that would be really fun for me. Um, so uh, he dies of natural causes in prison, which also seems unfair. I don't like that. He just passes away. And that's it. End of no, story. No, it's not it. Yeah, it is.
0: No, there's the voice, the part of the phone call.
1: Yeah, that's true. What does it say? say that? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. I didn't like it. <laughs>
0: He says, honeys, honeys, I need you to know I'm I'm going to go to heaven. I will be in heaven if God forgives me. That's the only thing. But I'm going to do it's up to him now. But just pray for me. He's like demanding of his daughters
1: prayer after
0: he just killed That's their true. mother. I need something. One more thing. I know I took your mom from you and I'm your dad. I'm going away. But you just pray for me. Because it's in God's hands now. If I go to if I go to heaven, I think I'm going to go. I think He's going to forgive me. So it's up to Him now. So just pray for me so that because I, I think I'll be in heaven.
1: I don't know if you will. You have to actually believe in God to go to heaven, man. I oh, don't know. I think you have to really believe, not just say it. I don't know all the rules. I think if you murder your wife, you're it's questionable. Question mark. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about repentance.
0: But But don't they say everything is forgivable in the church?
1: But I feel like this is the kind of thing where, like, you knew ahead of time. It wasn't that you came to Jesus while you were in prison and changed your life. You already knew about all this, and you did it anyways, under the presumption that I will be forgiven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it works like that. But, again, we don't make the rules. So this um, was—what did you think about this episode? Would you feel like it was enjoyable Five stars.
0: Highly enjoyed. Made I'm my glad. day.
1: More or less than square dancing?
0: More. Oh, I love square dancing. I liked this one more. I love a church thing, and I love the actors. I loved the drama right away at the beginning Yeah, meeting everyone at the church, and everyone's giving each other looks like it's Melrose Place at the church. I loved it.
1: Did you like the first-person narration? Because Oliver... Oh, hated it. I
0: love it. And I want to find out what that other show is. I
1: love then, it. Find the other one and we'll do the other I think one it's too. It's very dramatic. Because Oliver was not having it. But also, Oliver has been watching all the Evil Lives here, which are giving me nightmares. And we have evil to watching it. Evil Lives here is one of the it. darker shows that they it's have. It's so dark. And I keep telling him, I can't do these on the podcast. Can you pick something else? But once he starts a story, it's not like I can't, I have to keep watching it. Yeah. I'm going to have to take the remote.
0: There's one with a soap opera actor whose brother was a killer. Oh, my Asking God. I can't. Watch that one. Um, we can't do these. But the one that came on right after this one. Did you see what it is? No. What is it? What is it? Sheila freaking Davaloo.
1: <gasps> should we do the Shiva Dav- Sheila Davaloo ID network? We probably I've should. I've only right? watched
0: 10 minutes of it. And I've already learned about two new characters that I didn't know about from the dateline. So I was pretty into it.
1: Okay, next up, Sheila. And Davilo. the actor they
0: picked for Nelson Sessler is perfect because he's kind of like a drip, but like so my type. But like you would think he was super boring. Um, Interesting. And he has the shaggy haircut, and it's perfect.
1: Uh, can we? Uh, why don't we go ahead and you recap that? Because I am not. I'm not no, going to do. We can't job. do Sheila
0: Davalou a third time. It's too much. I'm the Who said those
1: rules? I'm saying it. It's too much. I'm going to do it as a surprise. Okay. Do it. Surprise, Sheila Davalo <laughs> But you have to write her before we do it.
0: Oh, in prison. Yeah, no problem. Okay. For
1: real, though. I forgot what I'm supposed to ask her. I just want to be friends. Just, you, just open a line of communication. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's all. That's the only objective. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this very special edition of A Double Date Experiment Date with Dateline.
0: She's not saying... This was not an experiment?
1: Spearment. You spearmint. said
0: spearmint. Oh, okay.
1: I said experiment. Winterfresh. Doublement.
0: Yeah. I got you. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Yeah. da
1: da da da, da double make up. Maybe that's double it. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Ooh, do, do, do. I'm going to get that. All right.
0: And there's but, twins playing
1: tennis. Yeah. Double freshman and and then I want to say the best part of waking up, but that's not it. That's not right. No. no, I'm not going to look it up. It'll come. No,
0: it'll get it. It'll come when it's meant to come. Don't send it to us, everybody. Thank <laughs> you, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.